listening to The Pipeline, a proverbial aqueduct flowing between the hands of poverty and the hands of Jesus. This program is produced and sponsored by Pipes International. For more information and resources, like us on Facebook or visit our website at pipesinternational.org. If you'd like to support this program or the ministry of Pipes International, you can do so easily and securely on the website. Guana Asifiwe. Welcome back to The Pipeline. My name is Stuart Isaac Harrier, and I am grateful to introduce a friend of mine and a co-worker and an amazing man of God to you today. His name is Pastor Isaac Mina. Pastor Isaac is our African director of Pipes International, and his uh, field office is in Kenya. Born and raised in Kenya, Pastor Isaac has grown to serve the Lord, and he has, uh, by the grace of God, just become a man of integrity, a man who is a friend to all, and a man who who loves God dearly and loves his people dearly. And we are so blessed to have him on our team at Pipes International. Uh, Pastor Samuel would tell you that when Pastor Isaac joined the team, a number of years ago, it was an incredible blessing because uh, God just was showing his favor to our team by giving us someone who had integrity and someone who can faithfully represent the work of Pipes International overseas and um, and honestly deal with the people that we're partnering with and also honestly handle the finances of, of the... Uh, of the American supporters. It's um, not really a secret that Kenya is a very corrupt country. Their government is riddled with corruption and just um, a lot of unfortunate circumstances surrounding the handling of finances, even in non-government organizations, NGOs, uh, which is the equivalent to a nonprofit here in America. Um, And so... Pastor Isaac is one of those people that is just incredibly forthcoming about um, about the truth, and he is faithful to the Lord, and uh, and he's just forthcoming to the people that he represents uh, about you know the, the the honest state of affairs. You know, it's easy for a nonprofit sometimes to blow things up or to um, to misrepresent facts to make things look better than they actually are or to make things look worse than they actually are. And Pastor Isaac is just committed to the truth. And we love that about him. Not only do we love that, but we just love his heart. We love how friendly he is. He speaks with love. He is a father and a husband and a pastor of a church in Kenya, and he also works full-time with Pipes International, so he is incredibly, incredibly busy. We love his family. We love Irene and his children, and uh, I encourage you guys to pray for them as you you listen to this podcast. And um, Pastor Isaac is going to share about the current progress of Pipes on the Kenyan front, um, and really just kind of give you a, a big picture overlook of how things have been going since COVID-19 hit. But also, uh, he's going to share with you um, a very a very eye-opening 
situation, um, which really doesn't come as a surprise because what happens when children, when young people are just left, you know, by themselves without the supervision of parents. Um, And things in Kenya have been rough ever since COVID-19 hit. To say the very least, things have been rough. And so Pastor Isaac is is just going to share how things are going and some specific prayer requests that that we have as an organization for our partners, for our prayer partners and our uh, our financial sponsors as well. You know, we want to continually lift up the needs of our partners in prayer. So, Pastor Isaac, if you could just give us an update, tell us uh, tell us how things are in Kenya and how things really have uh, have transpired with COVID nineteen, specifically with young adults with students and um, and how we can be praying for those people in the coming weeks and months. Hello, my name is Pastor Isaac Maina. I'm the Africa Coordinator for Pipes International. I am based in Kenya. I'm going to talk about the effect and the impact of the coronavirus period on the young people, specifically the teenagers, those who are students in primary and high school. So the government of Kenya announced in March 2020 that schools were going to be closed down due to the reported cases of the coronavirus. And this caught everybody unaware and unprepared. And initially people thought that this would take only a week or two or at most a month and things would resume, would go back to normal. This was not going to happen because then the things kept escalating. The figures that were being reported daily kept soaring, and uh, people realized that this was not going to, to be, you know, for a short time. So the government uh, moved swiftly and tried to put up measures for instance, we have the night curfew, which is still in place, 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. You know, the protocols, the guidelines, but uh, the figures kept soaring and the government was unprepared also and was also caught unaware. So the government had tried to tell people that, you know, the schools would resume in, in this month, in the, but it could not happen because of the figures and the situation. And uh, finally, the government decided to just cancel the academic year 2020 and announced that the schools would resume in 2021. This meant that every student would have to go back to the class he or she was before you know, for the coronavirus, we have to repeat the, 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 the class. And uh, this was very disheartening and uh, discouraging. Most students were heartbroken and uh, they, they had to accept that and the parents had to consult them, you know. But I would like to go back a little 
the government of Kenya had tried to use the online platforms to make sure that the students are still learning. But we have challenges here in Africa. Most people know that, you know, ranging from acquisition of a cell phone, you know, um, and not just a phone, but a smartphone for people uh, who are, don't have money. It's, it's very expensive. And also we have uh, problems on, with, on network. In rural areas, there are places where we have no network. And also we have problem on you know, electricity. There are places where there is no electricity. And also in places where there is electricity, there are power you know, shortages, power cuts and all that. So it, it, it was not going to be easy. And later it was realized that it was not going to work, you know, learning online. And now it's like on matters regarding the, the students and their learning came to a, a standstill. And everybody, you know, the students like got tired, you know, and uh, somehow they, I would say they became lazy because, you know, in town, especially those in town, you, you wake up in the morning, you you don't have, don't have anything to do, just watch maybe a TV, you know, movies, you know, such things. Can go out, can go to church. And uh, so this, this, I think that's when we, the, the, the students, you know, started indulging themselves in and rural and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, behaviors, ruling behaviors. And uh, uh, there were reported, uh, there are cases that were reported in March 2020 about uh, teenage pregnancies in one county called Machakos County. We have 47 counties in Kenya one county called Machakos, over 4,000 uh, teenage girls were pregnant in a span of four weeks. And people couldn't believe it. And the government tried to move swiftly to uh, handle that, but was getting out of hand. And it was realized that in other counties, the same thing was happening and it was not just the teenage pregnancy. There were all other kinds of, you know, immoral behaviors and, you know, disorder amongst these young people, you know, just loitering around, doing nothing, uh, you know, causing many problems at home or in the neighborhood, you know, not doing anything. Uh, being rude, even at home, you know, the situation was uh, like uh, getting out of hand. And uh, so we thank God that during these times, as pipes we have, we have coming, and the way that God has helped us is by developing a discipleship workbook, which is now being used 
in several churches amongst these young people, you know, the teenagers. So they meet, they are meeting uh, twice or thrice a week and doing some study. They keep themselves busy and serious. So the book is structured in, in a way that you will read 12 chapters, uh, each chapter a month, and uh, you are, uh, that means you will uh, complete your discipleship class in one year, 12 months. And in each month, uh, you have a chance to read the New Testament uh, in one year. So in each month, you have four weeks where you read six chapters a week, starting with the book of Matthew, and you have an area of discussion. And so when the study groups meet, so they discuss that portion of that has been selected from the six chapters. So the, the response is uh, positive and it's great amongst those who have started the classes. Personally, I pastor a church in a village called Kajiji and I have a teenagers, uh, about 15, and we have started the book and the parents are saying that their kids are busy and they love it. And one thing that is different from being busy Another thing is that they are busy on spiritual things, on the things of God, and uh, it's helping them, shaping their lives, you know, shaping their morals, and uh, we thank God for what's happening. So the other measures that have been put in place, there are people coming in to help these young people, and uh, we are believing that. Things will get back to normal. Our young people will not, uh, you know, they will not go astray. We believe their future is bright and we are praying for them. And as pipes, we are, you know, doing everything that we can. And as I said, uh, this uh, discipleship book has become a, a very helpful and a great tool. Uh, to reach out to the these young people. So we are asking everybody, our partners, you know, to just pray for these young people and also uh, you know, work together also with Pipes in reaching out to these young people because they are the leaders of uh, they are the leaders of tomorrow. They are pastors, they are all the kinds of people that are needed in this world. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pipeline. For more information and resources, like us on Facebook or visit our website at pipesinternational.org. If you'd like to support this program or the Ministry of Pipes International, you can do so easily and securely on the website. Juana Asifiwe.